Welcome to the Big Fucking Feelings Podcast, a show on how to use psychology to process your emotions, train your brain, and deal with being a human. And now, me, your host, psychology major, corporate badass, and certified life coach, Michelle Kevill. Hello, everyone. I hope you're well. And if not, I got you. At least you are here. My name is Michelle Kevill, and I help high-achieving corporate women feel passionate about their job again. And today we are talking about motivation. Now, this for me, if you are anything like me, especially if you are a high achiever, you do not have a sense of low motivation. And likely you just have been fueled with panic and fear as your motivation. And I'll get into that in a little bit. But what do we do when we're feeling low? What do we do when our motivation is low? For some of you, you have a bit of a freak out. Some of you go into an extreme state of like you just want to pass out on the couch and then freak out that we're never going to go back to our motivation. I got to go do it all over again. And we kind of get addicted to this panicked way of being and anxiety really fueling our sense of motivation, which is what I will see a lot of in my high achieving clients, including myself. And that's what I want to talk about today in a bit more detail, especially the freak out part that I see sometimes around, oh my God, like I've lost my motivation. Like what's going to happen now? And it's fine. You get it back. So I'm going to explain to you, your brain, how it works and how to have sustained motivation ongoing. And that's really, really unlearning some bullshit that you have learned throughout your whole life around how motivation is supposed to be. And even the little nuances and sayings that I hear in like corporate and life that I'm like, nah, that is not how it works. Okay, let's get into it. So like picture this, you've had so much on at work. You've had lots and lots of projects. You've had like a period where you were feeling relatively motivated, but you were almost a little bit zoned out as well. It's almost like you're in action mode. Like this is what I need to do. And this is what I need to fix, etc. And you're moving through it. And now it's become a little bit quiet and you thought you'd feel relief and you did for a little bit. And now you're kind of like, oh my God, like your body has just lost the plot. Like it's tired. It's exhausted. It does not want to do anything. It doesn't want to look at its emails. It's pushing out that pro that new thing or project that it got on. It's like, I don't want to look at this. You're at first thinking like, oh, okay, this could just be like something that's just happening for a little bit, but you're noticing it every day you're coming into work and you're just having this low sense of motivation, wondering why you're being there, maybe having a little bit of existential dread similar to the last episode. And you don't really know what to do. Now, for a lot of you high achievers, what you think you need to do is to just get back into it. Like have a little break and then get straight back into it, back into focusing on the stuff. And when that doesn't work, you start to stress out and you start thinking, oh my God, I'm never going to have any motivation again. I'm going to feel like this forever. And you make it worse for yourself because you're freaking out about the lack of motivation that you have. And it's just like, it's all over. Let me tell you two reasons why this doesn't work. One. What have I told you? When you're freaking out about your own emotions, side note, how you react 
to your emotions is likely how your parents or primary caregivers were reacting to you about your emotions. So take note of that. If you're resisting it, pushing away, ignoring it, angry at yourself, eh, something to be aware of. You just make it worse. You are adding fuel to the house fire and you are freaking out even more. Secondly, you've been taught a whole heap of bullshit about how motivation works. For some, well, for some reason, like society basically makes it out that like we're meant to have like this copious amounts of motivation all the fucking time. And I hear it all the time in corporate, like, you know, like, oh, we've come back from this break and we're like 100% productive and ready, etc. And I'm like, even if you've only had like two, three weeks, it's like you're still not always going to be 110% switched on, especially if you think about work during your break. But people think it's like you take a short, small break and then it's almost like you're meant to be completely motivated for the rest of the years. Um, maybe a little bit of ebbs and flow, but you're around that like 90% mark. And I'm telling you right now, that is not how it works. And the reason it doesn't work is it goes against our very own human nature. If you want to be super productive, you've got to slow the absolute fuck down. Like really, really slow it down. When my grandfather was dying from cancer, and by the way, that's no excuse. So do not be like, well, it's okay for you, Michelle, to be un- super unmotivated because your grandfather is dying of cancer. I'm just giving you all this context here because I really wanted to just distract myself and really put myself into my job. I used that as an opportunity to really slow down at work. Like I really pulled away. And what I found really interesting is when I allowed myself to work at 40% capacity, I would have days where fuck, I was working at like what felt like 200% capacity. I was getting shit done. I was learning new things. I was just escalating like things and projects. And I was like, what the fuck? This has never happened before. Like, why did I just have a spurt in like one to two hours, like of just amazing energy? Like, where did this all come from? And then when I started to do the research and look into it, like we've been all wrong. If you want to be 110% whatever productive, you've got to have a lot of rest in between that. And our society typically doesn't support that capitalism and just how we've been structured. And I talk about in this in my really, really old episodes. It's really the metaphor that like, you know, we're, we're kind of like robots. Like we're meant to not fully like robots. I'm not saying that like corporations or people aren't empathetic to our needs and stuff like that. But even on a good day, like we kind of just assume that humans are 100% productive. And I'm like, no, no, no. Most good days, I guarantee you, you're like 40% productive. And then if you just allow yourself to pull back even further or just be where you're at, you will get some really amazing days where that is where in that short amount of time you get so much work done. And it's just the opposite to what we've been taught. We've been taught to push, hustle, always be motivated and always be doing things and distracting ourselves, which is why the reason you're feeling very unmotivated right now and it's a shock to your system and you're freaking out about why it's pulling back so much it is the same when it comes to binge eating when you restrict for so long your body is like right this is the only time i'm really going to get like rest or food so i'm really going to put you in there so say you're on a diet for so long i mean like super strict like doing absolutely nothing like not eating off anything whatever and then all of a sudden you like binge on all these sweets etc 
Your brain and like body is literally like, this is my only time to eat. I'm going to eat all the things. It's the same with motivation and rest. You push yourself for too long. You do not notice how you are feeling. And then all of a sudden your brain is like, I'm not going to get any amount of like any more rest. So I am just going to feel completely exhausted and dead here. And then you freak out about it. And then you expect yourself in such a small amount of time to like, pick yourself up and get better. And really what you should be letting yourself like weeks, months even to just slowly get yourself out of that. And I know it can feel really painful because when I went through this, I was like, the fuck, like, is it going to come back? It comes back. It really does come back. Because when you're not using fear as your motivation, when you're not making your work define your self-worth and value as a human being, you will find your motivation again. But you can't do that right now when you're just like resisting the whole experience. You need to accept that you're unmotivated and you hate where you're at right now. Whether it's you hate your job, you hate what you're doing, pushing out that project. I know it's not fun. And I know it's hard to trust me and to just be like, just keep going on with it and you'll be fine. What I mean by that is don't resist the experience. Don't resist the feelings. Ask yourself what you fucking need right now. Do you need more sleep or more play or like taking up that hobby that you haven't done in ages? Like something creative, not like, do not turn it into a task. (laughs) I know you. (laughs) You're like me. Like I will take this thing and I will monetize it or I will turn it into a business and this will be define me and make me my new thing. Don't do that. I mean, if you, I don't know, like to paint or something like that do that but don't do it for any other reason than it's fun for me that's video games I really just play video games because the story is enjoyable and I find them really engaging and fun then you've really got to redefine motivation for you what I mean by that is I'll give you an example literally today so I was feeling tired today and a bit deflated and this old habit came back where it's like, right, we just got to finish this post and we'll be fine, like writing up a post. And I was like, no, we're fucking not doing that. We're going to take a nap. We are going to take a 30-minute nap. 32, that ended up being like an hour. It was great, though. I woke up, I felt really refreshed, and I probably wrote one of the best posts that I've written in a long fucking time. Because I let myself rest. That is the thing. Like, you need to redefine how motivation and productivity works in your mind from now on there's actually a ton that's actually there are less moments throughout the day and throughout your life where you're super productive if you want to be super productive you've got to give yourself more breaks and more rest and it feels uncomfortable because you have been operating in panic mode for so long you've been using desperation fear anxiety to motivate you whether it's fear about not disappointing other people whether it's worry that your boss is going to get angry at you if you don't do this deadline on time, whether it's, you know, I need to make people think that I look great because you have imposter syndrome. And for a lot of you, this is operating at such a subconscious level that the thoughts are just like, I have to do this. I got to do this. I got to keep going. Why do I feel this way? Oh my God. Like they're the surface level thoughts, but there's a whole subconscious deep set of beliefs that you are believing around that's tied to motivation and productivity and just you in general and it's not helping you because when I started doing this 
that is when all the changes in my life started to happen. That is when I started to become more productive. That's when I started to enjoy my job more. And that's when I got promoted two times in under a year. Like, because I allowed myself to slow down and I worked with my brain and body. I redefined what productivity meant for myself, which is why I get so irked sometimes when I still hear it in society, even though, you know, you could sit there and say that that's my own thoughts. I get that because we have the research, we have the evidence to show that when we are slowing down, we, we do speed up. But I get it. It feels weird. It feels weird to do that. You're likely a addicted to that you're likely addicted to these highs and lows that is productivity and sometimes as well when you are in this low of complete unmotivation you will look for something you will try to find something your brain will hook onto something that it then is like oh this is interesting or sparks of interest and then it starts all over again but then you get that motivation up so for me it's cleaning I fucking like I have such a hate love relationship with cleaning. Like I could just panic clean my whole house and certain rooms and everything. And it just, it's like a, it's really is like a dopamine rush for me. And for me, it was a way to get back my motivation and just feel a little bit more normal and figure out what it is for you. Like, what is it that whenever this does happen, like look at your life at when you've had low sense of motivation What has happened? No one really does that. You kind of just get out of it and then it just, you know, you get back into the same cycle and you don't think about it anymore. But then you freak out when you're in it. But you never look at all the times at what happened when you were in these periods of low motivation. What was it that did change for you? Were you looking for something else? Was it that this project, you know, was due all of a sudden or the deadlines got shifted and then the panic in you started and then suddenly you have that motivation back again? Now, I get it. So this is a little bit like, if you, especially if you're new here, welcome, uh, a bit deep for you. If you are like, where is the part where I, you know, feel like, how do I continue to do my job at work? That's really the biggest question I get. It's like, cool, I'm motivated. I'll do all the, the deep stuff around figuring out, you know, what I'm believing on a subconscious level. But what do I do in the everyday? Well, one, like I said before, accept where you're at, accept the feelings. But I get it. You're at your job and you need to do shit. Like you you, you want to do the little things. You don't want to make it so that everything is due at the last minute or you don't want to go back into that panic motivated energy. What I suggest you do is really take stock take of what it is you need. Like you have like what at a bare minimum do you have to do? Really be strict with this because for a lot of you, your brain will be pulling at you being like, but everything is really, really important. It's like, no, no, no. At a bare minimum. So like I can keep my job. What is it that I have to do right now? And for some of you, this might trigger a little bit of shame. I want to tell you right now, it is normal for you at sometimes to just do the fucking bare minimum, especially when you're unmotivated. I guarantee you at this point in time, that is the best thing to do instead of trying to push yourself into something that doesn't feel right yet. You will get this motivation back, but you need to let yourself exist and be where you're at. It's like, it's like you have a tiny child and you're trying to just shut the tantrum up. Like you can't just stop the tantrum. The kid needs to have the tantrum and let the emotion out. It's the same with this. It just feels like it's forever because you're resisting it. 
So look at what it is, whether it's an email, a key project or something like that, and just break it down into tiny little pieces that you will block out and just do some of that. And accept while you were doing the thing, whether it's the email or the work on the project, that you're going to feel this nihilist existential dread, I don't want to do this, yada, yada, yada. Tell your brain, I am choosing right now to do this. I also used to tell myself I am choosing to work at 40% capacity because my brain would have a hissy fit. It's like, oh my God, this is so bad. We shouldn't be doing this, yada, yada, yada. I'm, and I'm choosing to work at 40% capacity. I just normalized that in my brain. And I kept repeating that over and over again. Something like I'm giving, my, I'm giving myself permission to do the bare minimum right now and that is more than enough and that is okay. Something along those lines. You need to give, and I guarantee you, when you fucking do that, you do end up getting more than the bare minimum done. Because you are now unclenching your butt, <laughs> you're unclenching your anus, and you're relaxed a little bit, and things can start moving again. <laughs> Instead of being in a stalemate and like freeze position and really tight and trying to like work when you're like you're all tensed up, it's just, it's not going to work. So allow yourself to do that. Okay, my friends, that is all for today. Allow yourself to do the bare minimum and I guarantee you that motivation will come back. All right, see ya, bye. Hey, are you feeling super overwhelmed on the weekend? You just cannot stop thinking about work and you really wish there was an off button. Well, you should sign up for my five-day challenge, how to disconnect from work and enjoy your weekend again. In a way that actually works for you, not against you, doom scrolling on social media or binging Netflix, that's a thing of the past. I'm going to teach you a secret that I only share with my one-on-one clients that I'll be sharing for free in this challenge. Over the next five days, we're going to go through why you keep worrying, how to handle the top three most common weekend worries, and a step-by-step guide on how to get you out of anxiety and back into calm so you can truly enjoy your time off. Link is in the show notes below to sign up. We start on Wednesday, the 22nd of November. I'll see you there.